Hello, everyone. To this episode of China VC and Tech News Roundup, I'm Eudora Wang, sitting in for Nina Xiang in Hong Kong. Here are the hottest news headlines for the week of February 25th to February 28th. Chehaoduo, a Chinese auto retail services platform previously known as Guazi, has raised 1.5 billion U.S. dollars in a new round of financing led by SoftBank Vision Fund. The massive funding brought the valuation of Chehaoduo to over 9 billion U.S. dollars. It followed a mega deal secured by the company in March 2018, in which it nabbed 818 million U.S. dollars. Chehaoduo, which retails automobiles and accessories, was spun off from Chinese classified online marketplace Ganji.com in November 2015. The company offers new and used passenger cars, vans, and sports utility vehicles, as well as automotive parts distribution, finance, and maintenance services. It currently operates two main products, namely Guazi.com, a second-hand car auction and trading portal, and Maodou.com, a car after-sales platform. Horizon Robotics, a Chinese AI chips designer, has raised 600 million U.S. dollars in a Series B round of financing led by South Korean conglomerate SK, memory chip manufacturer SK Hynix, and several Chinese car maker-backed venture capital funds. The new round brings the valuation of the Beijing-based company to 3 billion U.S. dollars. Horizon Robotics was co-founded in June 2015 by former Baidu executive Yu Kai to specialize in connecting processors, hardware, software, cloud computing, and big data to create full-range solutions for AI technology. The investment came as China is ramping up efforts to shake off its reliance on semiconductor imports. Beijing introduced a scheme named Made in China 2025 to call for self-sufficiency in key technologies like AI and turn China into an innovative high-tech powerhouse by 2025. Chinese online apartment rental platform Danke Apartment has secured a 500 million U.S. dollar Series C round of financing led by Tiger Global and Ant Financial to reach a valuation of 2 billion U.S. dollars. The Chinese long-term rental apartment market has entered into a development phase of refined operation. Said Shen Boyang, formerly worked as the president of LinkedIn China, now the executive chairman of Danke Apartment. The Chinese government issued a document in July 2018, urging big cities with a net population inflows to accelerate the development of the rental market and cool the overheating bond market. It stipulates that tenants of rental properties will enjoy the same access to public services as property owners. Most importantly, they can enroll their children in neighborhood school districts, thereby removing the need to buy property in areas with the best schools. Singapore-based property developer Capital Land Limited has reached the first closing of its debut China-focused discretionary real estate debt fund at 556 million U.S. dollars. The 556 million U.S. dollars accounts for over 70 percent of its target capital raise of 750 million U.S. dollars, said Capital Land in a statement. The fund, in which Capital Land will hold a 10 percent stake, is expected to welcome subsequent commitments from institutional investors later this year.
The fund will invest in offshore USD-denominated subordinated instruments for real estate in China's first and second-tier cities. It will focus on loans and securities of real estate covering commercial, retail, residential, logistics, and industrial properties. Hong Kong's stock exchange operator unveiled a three-year strategic plan on Thursday to enhance its position as a venue for investment in and out of mainland China and attract more companies from the Asia-Pacific region to list in the financial hub. Hong Kong Exchanges and Clearing, in a statement about its strategic objectivities for the next three years, said it aims to further increase its international relevance to China and Asia, as well as its Asian relevance to the global markets, serving as the venue of choice for investors and issuers in the Asian time zone. The new plan presented a shift of the Boer's previous strategy, which was focused on bridging international investors with mainland China. Currently, the bulk of stocks can be traded in and through Hong Kong, a greater China-focused companies, but the Boer said it will change its listing region to better attract Asia-Pacific companies. Seistorm Pharmaceuticals, a Chinese clinical-stage biopharmaceutical company, has raised about 2.23 billion Hong Kong dollars, that is 284 million US dollars, in an initial public offering in the Hong Kong Stock Exchange on Tuesday which makes it become the sixth pre-profit Chinese biotech firm to float shares in the financial hub. The listing comes as Hong Kong seeks to establish itself as a financial centre for the growing number of Chinese drug developers by accepting applications from pre-profit, pre-revenue startups. The new rules, introduced in April 2017, embraced the listing of Chinese biotech firm Asclitis Pharma as first such case in August 2018. Seistorm was founded in 2016 and headquartered in eastern China's Suzhou city. The company specializes in the development and commercialization of innovative drugs in immuno-oncology. The company has built an oncology-focused pipeline with 14 assets by the end of February. UpFintech Holding Limited, the parent company of Chinese online brokerage Tiger Brokers, is seeking to raise as much as 150 million US dollars by floating its shares on the Nasdaq stock market. The owner of the Tiger Brokers online trading platform did not disclose its pricing terms. The prospectus shows that UpFintech plans to collect 150 million US dollars in the initial public offering, which is downsized from the 200 million US dollars previously reported by Bloomberg. UpFintech counts Chinese smartphone maker Xiaomi as its second largest shareholder with a 14.1% stake while Interactive Brokers Group, an automated global electronic broker, owns a 7.7% stake. Futu Holdings Limited, a Hong Kong-based online brokerage backed by Tencent, is seeking to raise 120 million US dollars in an initial public offering in the US, largely shrunk from the 300 million US dollars it initially targeted last December. The company, expected to float its shares in the week of March 4th, will offer 10.9 million American depository shares at a price range of 10 US dollars to 12 US dollars apiece. Futu Holdings will command a fully diluted market value of 1.3 billion US dollars at the midpoint of the proposed range. 
The updated prospectus indicates Tencent intends to purchase up to 30 million US dollars worth shares in the offering, which accounts for 25% of the IPO. Grassell Biotechnologies, a Chinese biotech startup that focuses on cellular gene therapy, has raised a 85 million US dollar Series B round of financing led by Singapore state investment firm Temasek. China-based investment firm Kington Capital, venture capital firm Kingstar Capital, and healthcare-focused investment platform Chengdu Miaoji, as well as returning investor Lily Asia Ventures, also participated in this round. Grassell specializes in developing low-cost cellular drugs and solving technical difficulties in the cellular gene therapy field, such as complex manufacture, lack of off-the-shelf products, and short-duration efficacy. That's all the headlines for the past week on China's VC and tech sectors. If you find this podcast interesting and useful, we would very much appreciate it if you can give us a rating or write us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you get your podcast. We will also thank you if you can help us spread the words by telling your friends about this podcast. We welcome you to visit our website www.chinamoneynetwork.com for more unique stories and data on China's VC market. Thank you very much for listening. Until next week.